This is Missology Beauty Talks. Take a trip down memory lane and get to know the winners of the Big Five and other relevant beauty pageants in this exclusive interview. To watch the previews and succeeding episodes, you can also follow us on Facebook and YouTube. Missology, analyzing beauty pageants since 1999. Oh my god. They was like holy holy deep. What is going on? Even now, I, I, I get like speechless. Why is it important for a Queen to have a good time? You do not know how to speak your mind. You're not going to give your organization much credibility for what you're really fighting for. Beauty Queen doesn't mean perfection. Now I feel embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to do it because that's how I am. So. <laughs> gonna go. My wave became, became the Miss International wave. Right, Steven? Money or love? Love. Hi everyone! Good morning and welcome back to Missology Beauty Talks. I am your Missology International Correspondent, Amir Amir, and we are joined this morning by Missology Editor Drew Francisco. Hi Drew, how are you? Good morning, Amir, and good morning everyone from Manila. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited today and I'm very excited to welcome our special guest. So Amir, take it away. Okay, now, but before, Drew, I'll have to start an introduction with our guest. I just want to give a shout out to Sam Tabernardo. Congratulations, Sam. Okay, now, um, our very special guest for today is a 24-year-old pageant veteran from San Pedro who previously represented Belize at the Miss World and Miss Earth competitions. Earlier this year, she was named as the new Miss Universe Belize and will represent her country at the 69th Miss Universe pageant in May. Friends, let us all welcome the lovely and super fresh Iris Salguero. Hi. Hi, Iris. Hi, Iris. Uh, good night in Belize. I know it's uh, 9 p.m. there, but thank you for uh, joining us on the Salji Beauty Talks. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys. I'm sure this is going to be a very interesting conversation, so I'm looking forward to it. Yep, yes, we are looking forward uh, to. We've seen you already in two big international pageants. So now we're very excited to know more about you. But before that, we'll first have a little game called This or That. So this game is very simple. Um, we just want to ask you to pick between two things or two scenarios and um, just give us a, a little... Uh, explanation why you're choosing that one. So are you ready? Okay, ready. <laughs> okay, so the first one is swimsuit or long gown? Swimsuit because I feel most confident in showing off the hard work that I give to my body. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> Drew, are you there? <laughs> okay, the next one. Hi, Drew. Okay. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. I feel there's much more of a community and Instagram is the newest one. I just love how easy it is to manage as well. Yep. Wow. And the next one, coffee or tea? Coffee. I love the smell and the taste of coffee and the boost that it gives me to start my day. City or countryside? Well, as much as I like, I come from a small town, I would prefer city over countryside just because I come from a small town and I'd like to experience something different. Mm -hmm. Sneakers or high heels? Oh, this is a tough one because of course, <laughs> as a pageant queen, I love my heels, but every now and then I would choose sneakers just for a bit more of comfort. 
It's always nice to rest your feet, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's important to rest them too. <laughs> yes. Would you rather be in a zombie outbreak or an alien invasion? An alien invasion because I'm very curious to see if there's life in other planets. Would you rather know how the world began or how it will end? How it will end, just to make sure that I'm prepared by then. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Would you rather lose all your old memories or never be able to make new ones? Mm, I'd rather lose my old memories because I could always learn from my new ones. And from the new mm -hmm. ones, I would also make better memories, hopefully. Yes. Good. Would you rather be criticized or ignored? Criticized because as a pageant queen, I'm exposed to this. Everybody's entitled to their opinions and I respect that. So it's something that I'm already used to and I think I can handle. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the last one. More time or more money? Absolutely more time. Money is something uh -huh. that goes, but time is something so important and so special that I can spend with my family and my loved ones. She has a lot of money, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Amir, Amir, do you have to add? Have yeah, I have to add, add uh, a romance or crown. A romance. I'm a romantic person myself. I'm always the romantic one in my relationship. So definitely a romance over a crown. Okay, that's true. <laughs> so that that that's fun. That's that's fun. Yeah, it was so, really fun. Yeah, but now I, I think it's time to talk about your pageant journey. So Amir. Yeah. Okay. Iris, people know you now as Miss Universe Belize, but who was Iris before she joined Beauty Pageant? You know, it's a question that I get asked a lot because I'm not your typical pageant queen. I'm from a big family, a family of 12 siblings. And with 12 siblings, I was closer to the boys, to my little brother specifically. So I grew up as a tomboy. I would wear oh. my little brother's clothes because I was comfortable in the t-shirts and the shorts other than dresses. I hated mm -hmm. wearing dresses. And so it was a struggle every time I had to go to church on Sundays to get me into a dress. It was such a struggle. and. I was a tomboy until the age of 15. I was the captain of my soccer team. I was involved in different sports apart from soccer, volleyball, uh, softball, you name it, I was doing it. And I was such an adventurous little girl, but secretly I was obsessed. And I used to binge watch America's Next Top Model with my sister religiously every night. I was just such a tomboy, but secretly I loved the fashion world. I just thought that I wasn't worthy, which is unfortunate. I was insecure because I was bullied at school too. So it was something that I struggled with. And to think that now I'm here, I've participated in Belize Fashion Week. I've done so many runway show shows. I've done so many pageants. I honestly, if the 15 year old me could look at 24 year old me now, she would be so surprised. But I think she would be so proud to, to know that she's accomplished all the things that she was secretly hiding at that time in her life and that she's become a confident, empowered woman. Wow. Who would have, who would have thought that you actually grew up as a tomboy and now you're doing <laughs> one way pageants, right? Yes, of course. It's something that nobody expected. I often come across old classmates and they were like, who would have thought that out of all the classmates, Iris would have ended up as Miss Universe Belize. And just goes to show you should never judge a book by its cover because we all have potential within us. We just have to think in deep. Yeah. Are you the youngest or the eldest? I am the second youngest. So I have a little brother. Mm -hmm. So I'm number 11 out of 12. He's the last one. Okay. Now, growing up, did it ever cross to your mind that you will become a beauty queen? Never. Never, never, <laughs> never. As I oh. told you, I was obsessed with America's Next Top Model, and that was like the one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to be a model. I wanted to do runway. And so when I got the opportunity, I said, okay, well, this is my ultimate goal. I'm in modeling now. This is what I want to do. And then pageantry came along in a moment that was a very difficult moment in my life. I was going through a, an abusive relationship, and it mm -hmm. really broke me down to a point where I was at the lowest of the low, and the only other option I had was to go up. 
and this opportunity presented itself. And when I hit that stage, it was so different because pageantry and modeling are completely different from the grace, from the talk, from the walk, every aspect is different. And so it required for me to tap into a different part of my body, my mind and my soul. But when I hit that stage, it was just like a rebirth for me. And when I was crowned, that was my first pageant. When I was crowned and named the winner, it, it just spoke to me. And then I was able to do community work which I fell in love with it even more to be able to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And it meant so much for me as well to have young girls from my community say, Iris, I admire you. You're my role model. You're doing such an amazing job from coming from being an insecure tomboy to someone that <laughs> people could look up to and admire. It was such a special moment. And I think that it's, it's what has helped me heal from that abusive relationship. Wow. Yeah, before, yeah, before Amir proceeds to the next question, I just want to ask, how was it uh, growing up with 11 other siblings full house it's a full house <laughs> i learned to appreciate my privacy and and to appreciate mm -hmm. to take time to myself you know um from such a big family i loved being around all my siblings i'm a very social person to this day because of that but i learned to appreciate alone time and to understand how important it is for us to take a step back meditate clear our minds and invest in ourselves but coming from such a large family as well i learned to uh, be responsible for myself and pull my own weight around the house be very responsible with my chores and to also not be afraid to stray away from the crowd so i've always been a very independent person that when i have an idea i go after it regardless of how many people tell me i can't do it i will do it i will prove them wrong i will put all my effort into it and so far that has worked out for me so i'm grateful for for being from such a big family yeah uh, and and i have i have a little challenge for uh, Iris, um, sure. this is the same question that was asked to Miss University 1969, Gloria Davis. Can you name all your siblings? Yes, of course. <laughs> you want me in chronological order? <laughs> yes. Okay, Adolfo, Elia, Raquel, Cruz, Ali, Elias, Francisco, Cristina, Dalia, Iris, and Andres. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out to all the brothers and sisters and to, and to her and parents. Daddy. Yes. yes. <laughs> Okay, so uh, now, go here. Yeah, Drew. So I think uh, uh, being a beauty queen, it puts you and your life into spotlight. So can you tell us more about something that most people do not know about you? Is there something that you'd still want to know about you? Well, one of the main things was me being a tomboy, you know, but also how shy I was. I, that's also one of the reasons why I would have never expected me to end up in a position as a pageant queen or even as a model, why I never believed that I could get there because I was somebody that to publicly speak was terrifying for me. To present in front of my classmates was terrifying for me. I would uh, get cold uh, sweat and I would stutter and I would mumble and I would, I would do anything to avoid a presentation. I would often ask my teachers, like, would it be okay if I could present to you after school and only you? People don't know that I'm actually such a shy person. And even in real life to, these, to this day, if I meet people down the road, of course I will socialize. Of course I'll give them a picture. But it, mm. I really have to push myself out of my comfort zone and be like, okay, Iris, you don't have to be shy anymore because people know you and you have to be open and you have to wel be welcoming with your fans and give them the interaction that they want. But I'm actually quite shy, especially around a new setting of persons. <laughs> yeah. It's normal, actually, for beauty yeah, queens. Right? No. Yeah, it's very normal. But Iris, I just want to know, uh, what was your reaction when you, when you were chosen as the Miss Universe Belize? Can you take us back to that moment? Of course, you know. Well, the pageant was held differently this year because of COVID. It couldn't be done physically. We couldn't be present with an audience. So it was all done through a series of interviews. And I remember after our last interview with our international panel of judges, my, direct, my now director, Romeo Escobar, he said, I'm going to give you a call. I'm going to give all the girls a call to let you know if either you are, you are the winner or if we will put you in the top four for next year. Because the top four, immediately, if they were not crowned as Miss Universe Belize, they get to compete next year. And so I remember telling my family, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And it was a Sunday. So they decided, you know what, to get your mind off of things, we're going to go out on our little boat. 
we're gonna go out to the reef we're gonna enjoy mm -hmm. the day as a family relax enjoy the ocean the view and hopefully that will help you relax a little bit more so my director told me i'll give you a call at 2 p.m and so i said okay 1.30 hit and I'm shaking and I'm on the boat and I'm looking at my phone and I'm just like nervous. And when uh, 1.59 hit, I said, okay, guys, you have to put the music down because my director is going to call me any moment now. Um, with Romeo at that time. And um, he finally called me and we got on the phone and he had this long talk with me about, you know, the, the new Miss Universe has to be someone that is very responsible, is willing to uh, pack with the struggle and deal with the stress. And he gave me this whole long speech. So I, in my head, I thought, oh, I didn't make it. He's just telling me this to, to slowly and softly let me down. And I'm like, okay, I understand. Yes, of course, that's fine. <laughs> and then he said, so you're the new Miss Universe, Belize. And I just... I was frozen. <laughs> I was frozen. And my family is in one corner and they're looking at me like, what's, what's happening? What's happening? Like, tell us. But I couldn't tell them either because my director had already told me, I'm telling you this, but you can't tell anybody. You have to keep it a secret. Oh. Now I'm on a boat with my family. I got the news that I miss Universe Belize. I want to scream. I want to celebrate. And I can't tell my family. So oh. I, when I got off the phone, I had to pretend like, oh no, I didn't win. I didn't get the time. Uh -huh. Oh no, guys. And they were all like, uh, they were all like telling me, I'm so sorry. Maybe next year you can go again. But in the back of my mind, I was so happy. I was so overjoyed. And I had to keep that secret for another two months, even for my parents. When my mom. That was hard. Yes, it was difficult. When the coronation day came by, I told my mom, I'm going to be doing a fashion show. Go on Channel 5 in Belize, local news, and you'll see me at the fashion show. When she saw the show and realized that it was my coronation, oh my gosh. I tried to call her and she couldn't pick up her phone because everybody was calling her like, how did you not know that she was getting coronation? But it was totally worth it because when I got home, I got to celebrate with them. And of course, they were extremely proud. Yes. Yeah. That that was yeah. an interesting crowning moment. Actually. Yeah, actually, it's so difficult to hide the feelings, the emotions. Yes. Oh my god. And the fans too, like everybody, because when I got crowned, I had to start training in secret, my yes. catwalk and my with my speech coach, and. So then one time I posted uh, a pair of heels and somebody messaged me, you're the new Miss Universe Belize, right? And I'm like, no, 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 it's not me. <laughs> the fans are always paying attention. So it was yes, yes. Be careful about everything that I posted. Yeah. Okay. And I want to I ask Iris, um, you're already a pageant veteran prior to Miss Universe Belize. So did you ever, uh, did you feel confident that you're gonna take the crown you know i'm somebody that humility is something that has always been taught to me by my parents and so i never like to walk into any situation any opportunity any experience in my life saying i'm going to win this this is going to be mine i always walk in with the mentality of if this is god's will for me it will be mine and if it is not he will he will guide me into the path that is meant for me mm -hmm. so with miss universe i remember every night i pray but every night every night through that journey i said you know what god if this is for me guide me i leave everything in your hands you will teach me you will show me and you will let me know what are the steps i need to take just let me be disciplined and consistent in my training and well it worked out so i'm guessing it was his will and we'll see what else he has yes. planned for me through through this mm -hmm. miss universe journey yeah. i love i love yeah. the humility yeah and so far iris what was your most memorable moment as miss universe Belize? Oh, that's a tough one because there's been lots of beautiful little moments here and there. But I would say coronation. Not because of the glitz and glamour of getting the sash and the crown, but because of being finally being able to know that I'm accomplishing this ultimate goal that I've set to myself since the moment I did my first pageant. To know that I used to dream of this moment and say, you know what, Iris? Miss Universe is your ultimate goal and you are going to get there. And it's been five years in the making and here I am. So that's definitely the most memorable moment to be able to actually not only say it to myself, but to feel it and be in that moment of, wow, 
you accomplished mm. this and not by yourself but through the grace of god and the support of your family your friends and the fans and even the girls that were competing with me because they were so supportive while it was on um, facebook live the girls were writing um encouraging messages of oh we're so proud of you we support you and we love you and you deserve it and to have that sisterhood was just beautiful it was really beautiful wow now Iris, in 2016 i remember you you competed in miss world in the usa a year after that you traveled to the philippines for miss earth what um what were the lessons that you learned in this contest that you will be bringing with you um in this universe well you know in general throughout my pageantry history i've learned what it takes to be a miss there's a lot of discipline, there's a lot of courage. You have to be bold, but you also have to be compassionate and understanding. To be a leader, you have to be versatile. There has to be a balance between your strength and your softness. And th those are things that I've learned through these pageants. For example, at Miss World, it was my first international pageant ever. So being around so many beautiful women, for example, Catriona, which was there yes. that year, so many beautiful women in a moment it made me insecure and i was so grateful to have a roommate like miss aruba and miss japan and ireland and katriona who was down the hall from me who would constantly tell me you know what you don't have to compare yourself to us or to the other young ladies you have to find what is the essence of iris who are you what are you here to represent what are you here to bring what is your purpose that is that lesson that i learned at miss world to be genuinely myself and then at miss earth i learned the importance of not focusing so much on the competition because yes, we're all there. We all want that crown, but to enjoy the moment, to build friendships that will last you a lifetime, to enjoy every little experience and to enjoy every second on the stage. Because as much as we rehearse hours and hours and hours, the ninth of the pageant flies by in minutes. So really enjoy mm -hmm. every minute of it. And then when I was in Miss Latina in the Dominican Republic, Yes. You know, just to be able to, to be present with Latin women and to be able to accept the differences that we have as well, the diversity and, and the different ideas as well. So all these pageants have honestly just helped me to grow into the confident woman that I am. And as I said before, what is for me, God will bring into my path. And what is not for me, he will remove from my path. And so I'm just going, being genuinely myself and hoping that that is enough for the judges. But at the end of the night, whoever they choose, they know why they did it and i will be proud of who that girl is whether it's me or whether it is any other girl i will be proud for her because one woman's success <laughs> is my success as well oh I have, wow. I have to say i have to say iris your first two pageants were not easy pageants miss world and miss earth both have a lot of pre-pageant activities you have you need to have uh the stamina for it they're very, very packed pageants. I mean, I remember both at Miss Earth and Miss World waking up at 4.35 a.m. to be ready for breakfast at 6.30, leaving by mm -hmm. 7.30. Then we had a schedule to fill. Sometimes we would skip lunch because we were doing certain things. I remember at times as well, the girls, we would all change mm -hmm. in the bus because we didn't have time to go to the hotel, change, come back. Yes. And then rehearsals at midnight, and then you would go to sleep and you would sleep for three four hours and get right back up and doing that for an entire month is a lot of hard work so it requires a lot of discipline so not only do i commend myself but i commend any woman that has ever done a pageant like that because it's really yes. difficult yeah i understand yeah. which was more challenging competing in a cold weather in dc or in a tropical country like the philippines the cold weather because i'm not used uh -huh. to it in the philippines <laughs> i felt at home the filipino people were so welcoming the culture was in a way similar back to here home you know we, they had you guys have beaches and jungle which we have here in belize but in in washington dc it was a bit difficult i remember it was so cold that at one t at one point my nose bled because of how dry the weather was and i felt dizzy at times as well so it was a very a difficult adjustment but in the Philippines, I felt at home. I loved that experience. And it was so many more girls too. So I got to meet more women from other different countries. So I love that experience. As of now, Iris, you still have communication with your sisters from Miss World and Miss Earth. Of course sisters. I do. I've made so many friendships. I could literally, I can say, I know at least two girls in every country. 
it's it's amazing and they've all told me you know what iris if you ever want to visit my country we welcome you with arms wide open my home is your home just buy your plane ticket and we'll take care of you and how beautiful (laughs) is that and that's the same thing i offer to all my sisters if you ever want to visit my country please feel free to do so buy your plane ticket you'll stay at my house i'll tour you around my country because Belize is known for how um, rich we are in our natural resources and the world's second largest barrier reef and having one of the seven wonders of the world and how you can go from beautiful beaches to jungle in a matter of 15 minutes. So I encourage any young girl that wants, any one of my pageant sisters that wants to visit me to go ahead. You're more than welcome. Uh, before before I, I park I park this part, um, I just want to ask you, uh, in Miss World, in Miss Earth, you have uh, pageant sisters that, after their stints in this pageant, they went on to compete in Miss Universe, like Catriona and uh, Miss mm-hmm. Thailand, pa- Pawin Suda. And now it's your turn. And also, you'll be also joined in Miss Universe this year by Miss Cameroon, who is also your batchmate in Miss Earth. Yes. So how does it feel to to like follow their footsteps and oh, compete in wonderful. Miss Universe? And to be able to meet with them too, for example, Miss Universe Honduras this year, I also met her at Miss yes. and the Dominican Republic, Cecilia. I, so it's just wonderful to be able to be reunited with my sisters mm-hmm. and to know that persons like Catriona uh, and the girl from Thailand, sorry, I can't remember her name. But Pauline Suda. Pauline Suda, there we go. And she's they're both stunning by the way but i remember pauline suda at miss earth when she would walk onto the stage everybody would just watch because mm-hmm. she has this stature she has elegance she and her features are so unique too so to just know that these girls did these pageants and they got so far as well i'm hopeful that i can do a great impression of belize a great representation of what it is to be belizean and just leave my country's name on high so i'm proud of them and i hope they're proud of me and i encourage all my pageant sisters to keep going after these pageantry opportunities because these opportunities help us to grow into the women that we are and offer so many other opportunities to us now at this point i want to know more about your miss universe preparation so you mentioned earlier that you had to keep everything under wraps for two months but you were already uh, preparing so how hard was it uh doing the preparations in the middle of a pandemic well you know it's different because it can't be done in person which we're all used to doing things in person, especially when it comes to catwalk training. I don't have my trainer physically here with me to tell me, oh, you know what, Iris, fix your posture or more hips or extend your legs more. But we made it work through Zoom. He's from Venezuela, actually, but he's in LA. And I also have my speech coach, uh, Kristen Bradford, which has worked with past Miss USA's. So I have a really good team that I'm very grateful to have. And yes, it's been different, but we've made it work. And I'm excited to showcase everything that they've taught me because before I fly to Florida as well, I'm going to be able to have in-person sessions with them in LA. I'm going to be in LA for a few days. So we will be perfecting and refining all that they've been teaching me over these past couple of months through Mm -hmm. Zoom. So I'm excited to finally get to Florida and just showcase all of that. And what has been the most difficult thing you did or you had to change in preparing for Miss Universe? Hmm. You know, a little bit of everything. I always think that mm-hmm. there's room for growth and for uh, a little bit of betterment in everything that we do. So with my speech, for example, I've learned to stick to a topic and get to the point and not drag on too long unless there's a story and there's space to tell the story. Um, and with my walk, extending the legs. Who knew that extending the legs would be so painful? <laughs> it's a little <laughs> painful. I know. With the heels because you really have to flex the muscle and the leg has to be straight. And to train your mind, because as, as someone that has watched uh, a lot of fashion shows, I noticed that the models, they always walk with the heel first. And that's not the correct way. It's the front, the toe part. You need to land with that part first. The heel is only a guide. And it's what helps mm-hmm. you in rotation as well when you're doing your turns. So to retrain my mind to change those movements and to give, um, to show my emotions through my face and through my body and to do all these things at the same time has been a bit difficult. But mm-hmm. I think we're pulling it off really well. Yeah, I'm excited to see you on stage. Do perfecting those walks. Thank you. And yes. it's world. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, but um, the next question, I think I already know the answer, but I'm just going to ask it anyway. Uh, to win Miss Universe, you have to undergo interviews as well as swimwear and evening gown rounds. But which part of the competition do you think is your edge? Swimwear. Definitely mm -hmm. swimwear. And it's not because I love validation from the public or whatever, but I think that as women, especially in pageantry, we work so hard in our bodies, not necessarily to lose it, but just to be healthy. And that is challenging depending on your body type and your metabolism, yes. to be disciplined enough to eat healthy every day, to train, to take your vitamins, take your protein. It's a lot of work and requires a lot of discipline. So for me, swimsuit is the moment where I get to see, to, to just be, to embrace my body and be like, here, this is the work that I've put in. And I'm so proud of it. And I'm so confident in it, whether I, I'm maybe too skinny for certain people or not skinny enough. I'm proud of my body and I'm embracing mm -hmm. it. And that's my moment to shine. Yes. And uh, last question uh, about your Miss Universe preparations. Can you give us a hint on what will be your national costume and easing gown for Miss Universe? Whew. Okay. Let me see how I can do this without giving out too much. Okay. So for <laughs> costume, instead of going with something more traditional and cultural, we're going for something more historical, a celebration mm -hmm. in my country that has been here for years and years and that we've always celebrated. And it, it means a lot in our history. And so to depict that and a national monument as well, to depict that in our costume uh, has been a challenge, but I think we're going to pull it off well. And mm -hmm. for my evening gown, it's definitely inspired off of the island girl life that I live just being in love with the ocean, with the nature, and, and being so passionate about it. So that's the that's the most hints that I can give you guys giving it away. <laughs> that's exciting. All okay, right. so Amir, go ahead. Yeah, we will talk now more about your advocacy works. Okay, in your profile, it was mentioned that you as a survivor of abusive relationship, you are advocating to end violence against women and to be a voice of those who suffer in silence. Could you tell us more about your advocacies? Yes. So as I mentioned previously, I was, I am a survivor of an abusive relationship and I was 19, 18, 19 years old when I went through this relationship and it lasted for about a year. And it was something very difficult for me because I had already done fashion shows at that point in my life. And that was the most confident I had ever been. And this person came into my life and completely stole that away from me. And it made me into the shy, timid girl that I once was before. And with being shy and timid and being afraid of the stigma of being a victim, because I think that's why I don't like the word victim, victim, there's stigma behind it of shame. And there shouldn't be shame. But that stigma kind of pressured me into stay quiet about it. And I endured that for a year until I couldn't anymore. And I was trying to run away from the relationship, but I couldn't hide from it. And I remember waking up one night to being attacked by my abuser. He had broken into my home and he had attacked me while I was sleeping. And um, it, it's, it's horrible to have to relive it in my memory. But, you know, I think there's power in telling my story. And so my family had to intervene. And that's when I was able to just find the courage to speak up about it. And I found the strength in telling my story because I realized that it's something that happens a lot not only in my country but around the world and to tell my story to encourage and inspire other women to get out of those toxic relationships became something that was so fulfilling to me and that's why i keep on telling my story in hopes that any young woman that is going through something similar or that has gone through something similar can can see the light at the end of the tunnel and see me as a hope of as an image of hope sorry that she can look at me and say wow iris went through all of that and she comes from such a such a humble family and she has accomplished all her dreams why can't i do it too that's what i want to do to be a voice for mm -hmm. the women who suffer in silence to end the toxic cycles and lower the rates of women that die at the hands of their aggressors yeah. wow and uh, we, we commend you iris for uh, sharing <clears throat> your story thank you yeah. it's, not, it's not easy, easy. It really is for sharing your story. And I think that that's one of the issues in society as well. We tend to always blame the victim when the victim is already blaming themselves for not leaving. So we need to learn to extend that helping hand free of judgment 
and say, you know what, I am here for you. I will help you. I will not judge you. Whatever it is you need, whenever you are ready, I will be here for you. As women, we are stronger when we are together, but even our male counterparts need to learn to support us. We need to support each other because men go through this as well. And it's not mm-hmm. easy for them either because as men, they're expected to be strong and, and defend themselves. And then they're ashamed for going through something like that. And I think that that's such a shame. And so we need to show a lot more love and kindness and support. Yes. Okay. Now, aside from that, Iris, aside from that advocacy work, is there any other cause that would you like to advocate and why? Well, I there are three things that I'm passionate about, which is women empowerment, the environment, and helping the needy. So apart from women empower, empowerment, which is I've been working with young ladies to help them build self-esteem and be fearless in pursuing their dreams, I've, I'm also passionate about the environment and protecting it, being that I was born and raised on an island. So I appreciate nature so much, and I realize how important it is to my country because we depend so much on our natural resources due to tourism. So whenever I'm doing my hobbies, whether it be snorkeling, paddle boarding, or walking through the beach, I've made it a challenge for myself. When I'm snorkeling, I take trash out of the ocean. When I'm walking down the beach, I try to break my record every time for a, for amount of or pieces of trash that I've picked up from the beach. I also am passionate about helping the needy, as I mentioned before. So I am part of a cooking campaign which where we cook, we package, and we deliver food to the elderly in my community, which has been the persons that have been most affected in, in during this time of COVID in my country. Mm, wow, interesting. Now, Drew, we'll go now to other portion, ask the question. Yes. <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Thank you, by the way, Iris, for sharing your story. Now, Thanks. now we move forward to one of the most awaited segment here in Beauty Talks called Ask the Queen. Over the past week, we asked the fans to send in their questions and we picked the best ones. So are you ready now to answer the question coming from fans? I'm ready. <laughs> okay, now let's go. Drew. The first one. Okay. Do you feel the Pro- pressure? Yeah, go, Mira. No, 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 Drew, it's okay. okay. Do you feel the pressure to get an international placement for your country? There is a little bit of pressure, but I think it's more my own personal pressure because it's been a long time since my country has placed and we've only made it so far. So I'm making it my goal and my responsibility to my country to leave our name high. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one is from my friend, Paquito. Hi, Pax. Who finds it easier in life? An island girl about to live in a city or a metropolitan girl about to settle in an island? I think a metropolitan girl about to settle in an island because for mm-hmm. myself, an island girl to move to a city, it can be overwhelming at times because I'm used to the peace and the quiet and the nature. But a metropolitan girl, I think if she's moving to an island, it's to find that peace. So the adjustment uh-huh. is a bit more easier. Yeah. I, I would also want to move into an island someday. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next one. If you were to become a president of a country, aside from your home, which country would you choose and why? Oh, that's a difficult one, but I would probably say the United States, just because Mm -hmm. I feel like they've gone through so much this past couple of years, um, especially with their past president. Um, And we haven't really been able to see what their new president Biden is, is doing yet. So I would choose to be president of the country because I think that as a Latino as well, it would be such a change Mm -hmm from the history that they've had in their presidents. And I think that I would bring a little bit more pers- perspective when it comes to the mm-hmm. Latino and other races in their community, a little bit more consideration towards those races. Yes. Okay, the next one, if you could break one rule, what rule would that be? To defy gravity. (laughs) I think everybody's life would be a bit more easier if we just floated around and didn't have to put so much weight. I mean, one of my biggest dreams, and if I could have a superpower, it would be to fly. So Mm -hmm. to defy gravity. (laughs) And the final question from the fans. If you had the remote control for men, what would be your first command? Um... Equal respect and opportunities, but not to implement that just in law, but that for that mm-hmm. to be something that comes out of nature. 
Um, yes. I think it is possible and it does come out of nature, but sometimes society changes the perspective. So maybe to just make men a little bit more in tune and sensitive to how emotional mm -hmm. us women are, because we definitely are more emotional. I agree. <laughs> Period. <laughs> we are more emotional. Okay. I think Iris did a good job in that segment. So we'll give you a little, uh, a few seconds to breathe because the next segment is going to be tougher. Oh man! Excuse me yeah. if I don't perfect it. <laughs> oh no no! I'm I've I've watched. You're doing you. well. Oh thank. Even you. in Miss Earth, I know you can do this. So thank this you. is the Q and A challenge, and in this segment, we will assume that you're already part of the Miss Universe finals and final Q and A. So um, give us a number from one to three, and uh, we will ask you the corresponding question. So, are you ready? Yes, number three. Yep. Okay, <laughs> question number three. Question number three. If inner beauty is emphasized in beauty pageants, then why are there physical requirements upon joining it? Because even though beauty is comes from a thin as well, to be a role model, you have to represent what it is to be healthy mentally physically and spiritually that's why i believe that there are physical requirements because you cannot be a beauty queen and just give the mental and spiritual aspect but you have to be a representation for the younger kids that are growing up with unhealthy eating habits to show to them we must take care of our uh, our outer look as well not to follow the society's um perspective of perfection but just to be healthy within our boundaries Nice, wow. nice job. I love it. Okay, so next uh, next number that you'll pick from the bowl. <laughs> okay, pick from the bowl. <laughs> one to three, you said? Okay, one to ten. Okay, one to ten. Seven. Okay, question number seven. I think you're going to do a good job here. Are leaders of today doing enough to protect future generations from climate change? If not, what more should they be doing? Well, I think that the leaders from today are still learning from my generation. I think the generation that will do a lot more for our environment will be the generation of the millennials and the generation Z. So mm -hmm. I think that there is a lot much more work to be done, but I'm hopeful that our generation will teach the leaders that are right now in power. And when it's our turn to lead, there will be so much more change and betterment in our environment. You know, the way you answered that question reminded me of Karen Ibasco. I don't know why. And gave you good Karen goosebumps. Karen is so unnatural, though. Karen is just, wow, that's an amazing woman right there. Yep. Okay, next number, please. Okay, from one to ten? Yes. yes. Um, number five. Okay, number five. This was asked in Miss Universe 2016. Wow. What is the most significant change you've seen in the world in the last 10 years? The most significant change that I've seen is acceptance and less discrimination over gender, over sexual orientation, religion, or race. Yes, there are struggles that we are facing as individual countries and as individuals as well. But I have been so grateful to see this movement where my generation is pushing towards more acceptance, mm -hmm. more love, and more respect. Joy, have a favor. She's doing well. Can you pick one more? <laughs> okay, let's pick one more. Okay. Okay, okay. one more. Let's see. Number one. <laughs> okay, number one. This was asked in Miss Universe 2000. I miss USA 2018. Oh, wow. Soon. Recent. You're on your way to a march and someone hands you a blank sign and a marker. What do you put on your sign and why? What I would put on my sign is equal rights and opportunities for women. Because I mm -hmm. think that throughout history, women have been underestimated, but we bring so much to the table, if not more than our male counterparts. And through time, we have seen so many women raise their voices to fight for those equal rights and opportunities. And it's something that still needs a little bit more work, but we're on our way. And so I would like to join my voice to unite mm -hmm. it. And as women in unison, raise our voices in fighting towards our equal rights and opportunities. 
Wow. Yes, equal rights and opportunities for everyone. Yes. My gosh, you're ready yeah. for a Q&A portion. Yeah. Is, is it okay if I ask you one more question? But this time, I'm, I'm going to pick the question. It's okay. it's okay. I'm already here. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so this will be the last question for this segment. Okay. Um, okay, number two. Social media has empowered people to express their beliefs, but sometimes those beliefs are intolerant and dangerous. Should social media platforms respect free speech or regulate what people post? I think that social media platforms should regulate what people say, especially if these if the information that they're spreading is inaccurate and dangerous. As a young person that is constantly on social media, I can see the negative effects that it has not only on my life, but the life of others. Not everyone is as emotionally strong as I am, and so we need to be considerate of the emotions of others. And we need to make sure that the information that is being spread is accurate and is educating our people mm -hmm. and not misinforming them. Wow, very well said. You know, you know Iris, you're ready. I, I mean, you are ready. You I, I, are think, so I think if we ready. ask this, the, the remaining questions, you can answer them with ease. <laughs> I don't know if you want to ask me more questions. No, no, no. We'll give you now the time to breathe. Okay, all right. <laughs> yep, and, and we're getting a lot of really good comments on our stream yes. today uh, from Sonia. She is just amazing with those answers. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, from Rose, a great response. Yeah, from Victoria, confidence in beauty. That Thank I you, agree. Victoria. Thank you, Rose. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, such a such amazing answers. Hi, Chelsea. Yeah. Thank you. And Charles, uh, isn't she amazing? Her quick response to those questions, just wow. I agree. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. <laughs> yeah. And John, John Ray, uh, wow, just wow. You nailed every question. Good job, Miss Belize. Thank you. <laughs> yep. And Eddie, beautiful and smart. I agree. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> yep. And from Destiny Arnold, you're going to do amazing, Iris. So proud of you. Oh, uh, Destiny, thank you so much, Destiny. You know she's the fastest universe believe, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. She's and, a um, sweetheart. Yep. I remember she commented in, in the post and she was so excited to, to watch this show. So hi Destiny. Hi Destiny. Yep. And uh final question, a uh, final comment that I'm gonna read is from Brian. This is the most confident I feel Belize is going into for Miss Universe. Aww, I you. agree. Thank you. And I definitely agree. Fans, you know, it's all thanks to persons like you that invite me on these shows where I can actually speak and people can get to know me and the motivation that my fans from in and out of country are providing to me is what keeps me encouraged and just confident in going to this uh, competition at Miss Universe. Yes, so wow. everyone just keep the positivity going and let's support. Yes, all these I love it. I love it. Thank so you. Now, yes, Amir. So we'll go now to the final word. Yes. <laughs> okay, now as a beauty queen, you are not just a face of beauty, but also an ambassador of your country. So, Iris, how will you introduce your country, Belize, to your fellow contestants? Well, the way that I'm planning to introduce Belize is to first of all showcase how diverse we are. My parents are originally from El Salvador, but I'm a born and raised Belizean. And apart from being Latino and from Belize, there's so many other cultures in Belize. There's Creole, Garifuna, Maya, there's Chinese, there's Indian. And so to just showcase the diversity we have culturally and the diversity we have in our nature. Like I said before, beaches, jungle, rivers, you name it. To showcase the pride that I carry as well to be a Belizean. To be authentic to everything Belizean and everything es the essence of Iris. Mm -hmm. And to just be very humble and very honest with my answers, with the way that I carry myself and always treat people with respect and kindness. And that welcoming warmth that as Belizeans we always provide to anyone that is uh, visiting our country. So that's mm -hmm. what I hope to present on that stage. And I hope that everyone can take something positive away from that. I have a question, Amir, for Iris. Yeah, go, Drew. Uh, you Iris, can um, what Belizean cuisine or food do you think best represents your personality? Well, you know, our national dish is rice and beans with mm -hmm. stewed chicken, and there's either coleslaw or mashed potatoes. And let me tell you, it's delicious. It is delicious because our rice and beans is cooked with coconut milk in the rice so you have that coconut milk mm. taste the stewed chicken is made with what we call one of our seasonings ricotto so it's like this rich orangey color 
but the secret ingredient is a little bit of sugar in that kitchen in that chicken and oh my gosh oh my god the change that it creates if you don't add that you'll taste the difference and then our mashed potatoes and our coleslaw i prefer mashed potatoes or potato salad it's just divine but there's so many other dishes it's really hard to say to pinpoint one dish and say this is a representation of of, of belize even though rice and beans is our national dish there's so many other dishes like hudut and there's like garnaches and there's empanadas and there's so many other things that represent belize in a whole so honestly for anyone that would want to try a dish and experience belize it's best to just come to belize and experience it yourself yes. there's just too much to dive into too much to see too much to experience and of course we will always welcome you with war with arms wide mm -hmm. open no so, you you got me at coconut milk i love anguish with coconut milk in it i mean that's why when i was in the philippines i felt so at home because i felt that yes. there were a lot of similar ingredients similar recipes and tastes and so for me it was like being at home and i felt so comfortable the entire time and i loved jollibee too really? <laughs> i'm a big fan of jollibee here i remember that there were times when we had to skip lunch and our team leaders would say well girls you know we can't go to a restaurant and have lunch so we're gonna stop by a fast food restaurant and when they would say mm -hmm. jolly bee oh, that would make my day and all the girls would be chomping down, down their jolly bee Best thing shout, out, shout out jolly bee <laughs> actually you're making me hungry it's 12 noon here it's okay it's yeah. fine i think it's there okay, are no. jolly bees in florida so you should check them out. Yes, there is. Also, <laughs> one of my one of my um uh, favorite persons to follow on Instagram, Bretman Rock. He's constantly yes. talking about Jolly B, and so it's like it's mm -hmm. he always gives me throwbacks to when I was back in the Philippines. Oh, uh, okay. Now, Iris, um, aside from being well spoken, because I believe you are, what qualities do you feel you have that would make you a great Miss Universe? I would say humility, compassion, and understanding. Um, I'm also somebody that is emotionally strong. I've gone through so many things in my life, and I would say through the grace of God and my family, I've been able to pick myself back up and continue in my path and continue fearlessly in trying to accomplish my goals, and I've gotten this far. So I believe that I'm an emotionally strong person, but with all these experiences, I've learned to be gentle and kind with everybody that crosses my path because I understand that we are all facing battles privately that we do not know of um and it's important to always be kind because we don't know if we're pushing someone to that breaking point with your kindness or with your meanness you can either be breaking someone's last bit of hope or giving them so much more hope and so it's important to always be kind yeah wow yeah before i ask the pass and go question i just want to know aris how different is aris gonna be in miss universe compared to the aris that we saw in miss world and miss earth Definitely more prepared, more confident, more just herself. Because I think too, when I went to Miss World, I was so inexperienced and I was trying so hard to imitate something that necessarily wasn't me, but was what I thought was expected of me as a Miss. And thank, I'm thankful to the young ladies that I've met throughout the, the pageantry journey, my pageantry journey, that have always reminded me, Iris, you have to be yourself and not compare yourself. And I think that this new Iris especially because I put so many more um, New, Year's, New Year's resolutions to myself. I'm more confident, more comfortable, and I've learned that in life, what is meant for you will be yours. And so you just got to let the universe bring these opportunities for it to you. Be courageous in taking them and believe in yourself. Um, I read something the other day that said, the sky is not the limit, it's just the perspective. And then we set limitations on ourselves. So I'm not setting any limits. I'm going there and giving my heart, body, mind, and soul and putting it all into my presentation as Miss Universe Belize and leaving my heart on that stage. I'm so excited for you, Iris. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure to be here. This has been such a nice conversation. It's, again, a throwback to when I was in the Philippines and reminds me of why I love the Philippines so much and why I want to visit again. Mm. Okay, Drew. Yep. So now we're on our fast and go question. So uh, I'll type the question on our private chat here on the stream. Mm -hmm. And then just tell us if you're gonna pass or you're gonna go. So it's sending okay. right now. Okay, I see it so, here. Yeah. Mm, okay, okay, I see. I'll I'll answer the question. So if I were part of the top three, 
two other countries that I see myself holding hands with are definitely Australia and Mexico. I think that they are very strong women that are very eloquent, that are very passionate and have huge hearts. And they're really putting in all the work to be there at top three. I think that they're one of some of my biggest competitors. But I know that, as I've mentioned before, whichever girl wins that night, I will be proud of them, whether it's myself, whether it's someone else. So I'm really looking um, forward to seeing how well they present themselves at the competition. That was great. Drew? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, not all women could actually go with that question, but you perfectly answered the questions. I agree yeah, no, they're, with you. They're wonderful women. I've been, you know, I keep up with all the girls and to see the work that they've been doing, especially Miss Australia, I think that she's been doing a lot and she's genuinely herself and confident and, and I admire that because that's how you want to see the real side to the queen, not just what society expects of her. Yes. Yes. Drew, you have some more questions? Drew, are you there? <laughs> I think Drew was lost. <laughs> but I can ask you this question. Now, I recently just imagine that there's a time machine and you can talk to your 12-year-old self in the past. What would you tell her? To believe in herself. To trust that with coming out of her comfort zone there is so much growth and there are no limits to what she can accomplish that she will prove her limits wrong and she will prove all those persons wrong that kept telling her that she couldn't do something or she wasn't worthy of it that she will get there and that at the age of 24 there is still so much for her to accomplish wow <laughs> drew you're back <laughs> i'm back and finally <laughs> fill in the blank I am Iris Salguero from Belize, and I am Okay. I am Iris Salguero from Belize, and I am confidently beautiful with a purpose. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Yeah, that was, that was clever, but I love it. You know who that's from, right? Pia. She's yes. one of the mm -hmm. persons that I admire so much. I was talking about her today, actually, in my virtual interview with some of the judges from Miss Universe. And... I just think that the way she handled the whole situation was graceful. Of course, I think Ariadna handled it well, but mm -hmm. I think people sometimes forget that for that to have been her crowning moment, she didn't get to fully enjoy it. But she handled it like a queen, which just shows why she deserves it. And her entire year, she was just so graceful and so genuine, so kind and compassionate. And I really admire just how genuine she was. Yep. Yeah, so I, I just want to... Um follow up on that so the, the interviews for miss universe are virtual this year well this interview was virtual we will be having an in-person interview just this one i think because of the deadline and the shortage yes. of time it would have been easier for us to just do it virtually and because we're only going to be at the competition for about nine ten days and there's yes. 70 plus girls to follow the covid regulations and to still have an interview it would take some time so this is the first mm -hmm. one but there will be another one in person Okay, so okay. that's By the way, there are a lot of rumors. There are a lot of rumors um, going around about the interview. So that's clear. yeah. I think I mean they mentioned it. They would change certain aspects of the pageant. I still don't know specifically what. I'm mm -hmm. guessing that the virtual interview was one of the first. But I mean, I'm looking forward to see what else they change, and I'm willing to fuck with the punches. I'm sure that they're doing it to their. They're working with you know all the restrictions to the best of their abilities, and they're just taking yes. into consideration the health of all the girls. Yeah, so we're very excited, Iris, to see you on the Miss Universe stage, and we wish you the best of luck. We've seen how much you've grown over the years, and um, we're just excited to finally see you on the biggest pageant stage. So, Thank you so much for having me here. It's been a pleasure, you guys. I really appreciate the opportunity, and this conversation has been a really good conversation. I always enjoy speaking about my platform and sharing laughs here and there, a way to connect with people halfway across the world. Which just yes. goes to show that we can all set our differences aside and just show love and compassion and kindness. And, you know, the world is huge, but it's small in its own little way. Yes. And before we let you go, and so you can have your beauty rest already, a quick <laughs> yes. message to all your fans. Well, a message to all my fans. First of all, thank you to everyone. You know, your words of encouragement are what keep me going. And you know that I'm going to give it my all to bake 
to give the best representation of Belize and the best representation of Iris. And I hope to make every single one of you proud because this isn't just my journey, it's our journey. Whether you're a Belizean, whether you're not, but just the fact that you support me means the world to me and it truly makes a difference. Yes, sir. Thank yes. you again, once again, Thank Iris, you, Iris. Jeremy, would you like also to thank the organization for allowing Iris to be yes. with us today? Thank you so Mr. much. Mr. And to all the Belize citizens. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys have a good night. Take care and you guys stay safe. Good luck, yep, Iris. You thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, Drew. Wow, that was okay. great. I love, now, I love her. What, what, Amir, what can you say about Iris? Well, she's well-spoken. I'm so very, you know, excited to see her on the stage. I hope she she will be given a chance to you know to be part of the top twenty seven finalists so she could speak and she could well I think she's the best Miss Billy so far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so um, before we we wrap this up, let's wrap this up. Um, if you want to watch our previous episodes, you can go to our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. And you can also listen to our podcast on Anchor.fm and Spotify. And before I forget, please tune in again tonight at 7 p.m. Manila time and 6 p.m. Bangkok time because we will be having the much-requested Miss Universe Thailand 2020, Amanda Obdam. So see you again tonight. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone, for watching. What the hell? Like, it's me. You say, oh my god. They was like, holy, holy deep. What's this Because even now, I get like speechless. Why is it important for a beautiful to have a good you do not know how to speak your mind, you're not going to give your organization much credibility for what you're really fighting for. Beauty queen doesn't mean perfection. Now I feel embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to do it because that's how I am. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go. My wave became, became the Miss International wave. Right, Steven? <laughs> I have become a patent. Ito naman yung bumabasa. Oh my God. I would just want it to be that I gave something back that made them happy. Money or love? Love.